0: Remember I'm the boss and I give all the orders. What's up yeah what's up what's up what's up what's <sighs> up welcome 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 to Mills Speaks. Uh, this is uh, Mills I am Mills um, I just a little bit about myself let me first, first let me get get this music out of here for a second just just for a quick second just give me give a second just give me a second okay so that beat is is one of my favorite beats that I created um and really the only reason I, I let it go so long is because I wanted to hear it and then on top of that I really appreciated the sample at the beginning of that the man says you stick around but remember I'm the boss and I make all the orders or call all the shots or whatever he says at the beginning. And so I love that because ultimately, that's where I'm trying to, to get to in life. I think we all kind of are trying to get to a place where we can, you know, call some shots, um, make some changes, be a difference maker, all that kind of stuff. So, So, why Mill Speaks? Why does Mills have to speak? Why am I doing a podcast? Well, um, I didn't think podcasts were even um, were dope. I, I, I couldn't even figure out why people would sit and listen to people talk. Because I, I just couldn't get it. And then one day, a friend of mine um, was telling me all about these podcasts that she listens to all day long. And I'm still like Jesus. What in the world could you be? What could these people be saying? Um, but really, um, I got into a few, a few different ones. Um, I'm gonna shout out three main ones that I really, really like. Um, one is the read that um, that's got Kid Fury and a young lady by the name of Crystal on there. I don't know much about either one of them outside of the fact that they have been doing their podcast for many years, and have uh, gained tons of notoriety, have millions of listeners, tons of followers. So that's important. Um, but they spoke to my my spirit because it was they are they are uh, black, of course. I won't say of course, but they're black, and they are both queer. I am not queer, but I identify a lot with people who have been marginalized because I am black. <laughs> so, it's not hard for me to put myself in other people's shoes, honestly. I can I can see exactly where you guys are coming from with some of the issues that you have in your respective communities Um, I think that's a really awesome thing about most people and specifically black people and I know that might sound crazy because a lot of us have family members that you know are closed-minded or just ignorant period Um, but if you look at us us uh, black people on a grand 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 scale we are way more forgiving than other races we are way more understanding it seems at times than other races um just thinking about you know a few years back when you know charleston uh had that that uh, church shooting at ame and uh the people who lost their family members are like on the news and they're like oh we forgive dylan roof god bless them we can't change anything with hate we've got to love you know and we've we've been we've been um, criticized within our own community for being way too forgiving way too kind way too understanding um, but you know it's not hard for me so I I enjoy listening to that podcast the read they are really crass really out of control very dope and I love it um, it's just grown ass conversation, you know, with two grown ass adults, <laughs> you know, so you, you, you never know what you're gonna hear. So that was the first one that I um, actually, that's the second one I started listening to. The first one I started listening to was Amanda Seals, Small Doses. She's a complete nut. Um, she's one of my favorite um, activists right now. She's one of those celebrities that is very, very in tune with Um, the plight of African Americans, very in tune with, um, what she can do to help combat racism, bigotry, sexism, whatever, whatever ism there is, she is all about fighting against it, um, or for the oppressed group of people. Um, and then, and then lastly, but certainly not least, my good friend, I know she's going to listen to this, um, my good friend Jamila. Um, She and I share the same name. My name is Jamila. um, And her name is Jamila as well. And she and I grew up together. So it was always like Jamila, you know, one, Jamila, two. I'm not going to say our last names just because I just won't for right now. Um, But I always looked at her as the other Jamila. But then when I got older, when we got older and we reconnected on Facebook, you know, after high school, college, all of that kind of life off after life happened to us and we reconnected via social media, um, you know, having people that you can still talk to or communicate with that you grew up with is so important. Like nobody understands simple stuff that I say about like Hilton Head or the island or... That smell, like, uh, those of you who are not from Hilton Head or a beach-type area, you guys have no idea what smell I'm talking about. But there's a smell as soon as you get to the bridge. uh, As soon as you get to the bridge, any bridge. It doesn't have to be the Hilton Head Bridge. It could be any side bridge that's taking you across Marsh. But you, you know that smell. That smell is so comforting. It's a very weird smell, and people who are not from there will probably think it's a stank ass smell, but I love that smell, it lets me know that I'm home, it lets me know that I can just be, because over the next several days, or hours, or however long I'm there, I'm around people who know me, who've known me since I was a JIT, you know, so she's got a um, podcast called, uh, that girl called Boom, and I want to make sure that I'm saying that correctly, because... It's important to um, say stuff right. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, sexy ringtone. Love Donald Glover. You know, that'll be for another time. We won't talk about that today. All right. I think I've rambled enough for the past eight minutes or so. So I'm going to go ahead and get started. Um, the main purpose of this podcast is simply to um, just just talk and to start conversations, help people through difficult conversations, um, help people to begin conversations that they absolutely need to be having. Um, I've got three main things I want to talk about today. Um, this this podcast will be <sighs> I'm gonna try to record it every week and get it edited and you know mixed down and all that stuff and posted every week. Um, just so I can wrap up last week's and this current week's, uh, crazy turn of events. Cause you know, we live in a country where it's important to know, um, the, the, the the current events at this point. Um, so I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to segue from that, that little statement there directly into some current events. Um, I was born and raised on Hilton Head, South Carolina. The importance of that statement is South Carolina, um, I went to the University of South Carolina, so the important part about that is South Carolina, right? So here's here's the deal. We all saw a couple of days ago. We all saw uh, 45, who we will refer to the President of the United States. We will refer to POTUS as 45. Um, we all saw 45 standing out into the, the White House with, in front of a table, and um, he was greeting, well, he wasn't really greeting them, but he was ready for a photo op, you know, with all of the food that he had catered to the event. Um, the college team that was there was. Clem uh, <sighs> sucks. Okay? I'm sorry. I was going to try to do this, you know. I was going to try to be, you know, mature about this. But no. Clemson sucks. Okay? Um, University of South Carolina and Clemson University are huge rivalries. So for me, seeing the president, or 45, or POTUS, however you want to call him, um, seeing that man (laughs) stand in front of that Wendy's in a damn McDonald's, Brad, I was... (laughs) I was first over the moon. Like, I was like, this is exactly what the fuck Clemson deserves. Like, seriously. Because they suck. But then I got to thinking, like, wow. So if that were the University of South Carolina boys um, or girls, because, you know, our ladies won... Whoop, whoop! Um, Our ladies won a championship, not last year, but the year before. Basketball. All right. So, um... You know, and, and if my girls had gone there and, you know, <laughs> was served fast food of any type, I'd be, like, livid. I'd be like, is this, is this motherfucker out of his mind? You know? Um, so it would be ridiculous for me not to be concerned, um, at least feel some kind of way about it because it was Clemson. Clemson is um, a fine, 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 um, uh, school it's fine place a fine fine place um if you want to get a great education i would not send your kid here um clemson people will probably disagree i do not care that is not what this is about okay this is about your president bringing in the damn happy meals okay for these boys. These boys that probably grab McDonald's or Burger King or Pizza or whatever before they even got to the White House because they're boys, they're big men, actually they're men. You know what I'm saying? And they're young and they can put down a lot of food at this point, especially with those metabolisms. Thank God for that. Um so I was just floored by that. I've seen multiple reactions because, you know, that we're in an age where everybody's got to react to everything. So I, was, I saw multiple reactions. I have f- <laughs> a friend of mine who's a, is a, a diehard Gamecock fan, and he goes, he goes, y'all complaining about free food? Come on now. Right? <laughs> and I'm like, sir, come on. This is, listen, sir, that's not what this is about. Free food or not. Okay? Okay. You could go get you some McDonald's anywhere. Those kids could go to their school and use their meal plan and go to the McDonald's or the Burger King or the Pizza Hut or the Chick-fil-A or whatever place was catered, okay? They could go to any of those places on campus, use their meal card, bam, let me get a Big Mac. Roll them. You paid zero dollars, okay? So, so miss me with the free food complaints. That's stupid. That's stupid. You know, that's just more, um, 45 supporters finding literally anything to grasp at, even when he's dead wrong. They can see he's dead wrong. They, these supporters are so funny. Like, they will literally watch him come up behind their own personal family member, say their mother. Because she's, you know, she's special to me, so... 45 could come up to a 45 uh, supporter's mother and grab her by the pussy and probably kill her. And they'd be like, well, you know what? She had on, uh, you know, the dress she had on, the dress said, come grab me and kill me. That's exactly what they would say. And it's like, man, what is this about? You know, like this blind this blind loyalty is ridiculous. This is, this is crazy, you know? Nobody has time for that. Not even God, not even Jesus wants prisoners, people to to, to bend to to them at a constant, you know, constant rate. Now, he, he would like for us to join him in an eternal life and try to live right and all that kind of stuff. But he doesn't want slaves, okay? This man wants you to be unequivocally behind him regardless of whatever's coming out because it's fake news anyway right so regardless of whatever comes out whatever is uncovered whatever wiretaps are found whatever um, payments to the porn star uh, is found whatever lawyer is arrested and sent to prison whatever is going on whatever whatever it is it's okay it's all right that's our guy right? so I digress so, so the so why why did the why did Clem Sucks get uh, served happy meals? Um, I think unless you're just completely out of it by choice, um, you you know that this is because the White House and many other government agencies, okay, the government is shut down. We've been shut down since December. I don't know the exact day amount or day day uh count right now um but it's it's getting really real out here like really real okay because you're getting to a point where you're like one month from this and literally every I won't say everyone but literally the majority of the people who are affected by this are probably one to two paychecks away from being homeless and just being in a very messed up situation because what people also fail to realize is that yeah these people have these government jobs and that's cool you'd think that would be stability clearly clearly it's not but like the job still isn't paying them what they truly deserve i'm sure of it no job pays you what you truly deserve unless you're you know some sort of artist or you know um engineer or something like that i don't know you know, there there are people who get their just pay, and the, but then there's the rest of us, right? So, um, just imagine you working at a job that barely pays you enough to take care of yourself, and then all of a sudden they tell you, uh, yeah, I still want you to come in, and I'm not gonna pay you, and you can't be late either." <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so you know we got. A lot of dumb stuff going on, and all of this shutdown shenanigans is because why? 45 ran on a platform of the wall. We got to build the wall, right? Build the wall. This nigga said that he's going to build the wall, and what's going to happen is, is Mexico is going to pay for the wall, okay? Mexico is going to raise the money, okay, to build a wall, okay, that is on another country's land, okay, and... And they're going to, uh, not only are they going to pay for it, it's going to be on somebody else's country, okay? And they're going to like it, all right? That's exactly how this man positioned it, you know? And it's like... Sir, first of all, we knew, we knew Mexico wasn't fucking with Trump in the first place, excuse me, 45, we knew Mexico wasn't fucking with 45 in the first place, because the president of Mexico, uh, whatever they, that, that cute man's name is, and if I'm mistaken, somebody check me, if he's not the cute guy that I'm remembering, um, but that man was basically like, yeah, we ain't doing that, <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, thanks with the, uh, visit, <sighs> you know, and it's like, I just, and, and this is another thing that goes right up underneath that blind loyalty. So, so all of the supporters, I have legitimately one question and I guess I probably won't talk to too many supporters through this podcast unless, you know, something miraculous happens and this becomes like the coolest shit ever. Um, but you know, um, but my main question for those supporters is what, what, what do you have to say now? What? is it like your president said that he was going to build this wall you guys were on board for it he said mexico was going to do it mexico said no now he's coming back to us the american people okay he's made up an entire immigration problem okay but the american people now have to pay for this wall and this fool wants 5.7 billion dollars if i'm not mistaken Five point seven billion dollars. Five point seven billion dollars. Let's see what we could do with five. Five point seven billion dollars. Damn, we probably could get clean water in Flint. Wow. Yeah, that's probably it. We probably could build like more, you know, housing um, places and you know, you know, for the homeless. You know, uh, we probably could pay teachers more with that i'm I'm no mathematician so I don't know how this stuff gets parsed out but what I do know is is that spending five billion dollars spending seven hundred and thousand or seven hundred million or whatever extra he he wanted um, whatever he wants to pay or spend is dumb it's all dumb okay we could do so much other stuff so many other things you got so many people having so many problems in this damn country. Why would we take $5 billion to build a fucking wall? What are we doing? What the fuck are we really doing? Okay? So, I'm just hoping that Nancy, Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> and <laughs> to quote to quote your president, crying Chuck, all right? I hope Nancy and Chuck can get it together, all right? I hope that we can um, get it together because simple and plain... You know, they said Social Security has enough money uh, banked up till September. It's January, middle of January, too, by the way. So, you know, you're talking eight months here. Eight months. Eight. Listen, I got m- both my parents, Social Security, both my both my, my parents, both my grandparents, you know, my grandmothers, my grandfather, um, lots of uncles, cousins, people disabled, you know. Listen, listen. It's getting really real out here. So I just hope that... I just hope that we can get it together in the White House. Um, in Washington, period. Not just the White House, in Washington. Um, I, I it, just, it, it just baffles me. It just baffles my entire mind. The whole thing. Um, I don't know. It's just crazy. So we just... I'm gonna be honest with you. I watched Ghost the other day and I swear every time Oda Mae, Okay, that's Whoopi, Whoopi's character. Every time Oda Mae goes, Molly, <laughs> you in danger, girl. I automatically am like, America, <laughs> you in danger, man? <laughs> you don't even know it, man. <laughs> so I'm just I, I'm just praying that this thing will resolve itself um soon. Um and then uh not only get it resolved but Have it make sense. I mean, don't give this man this money, and um, let's not let's not continue to get go to the table and be bulls at the situation. Because at the end of the day, um, in my own personal life, I've got to work with many people that I just don't like. You know what I'm saying? I just don't like them. But we've got to do our job. We've got to make sure that what we do is right, so that. You know, patients are good. I I work in healthcare, So patients have to be good. You know, we want to save lives. We don't want to kill them. We don't want to fuck lives up. So we have to work together, even though we may not care for one another. Same thing. These Democrats and these Republicans, first of all, they all on my damn nerve. I mean, they all full of shit. All of them. I wish we didn't even have parties no more. I wish that we could just go and vote. Just go vote. Just go vote. It doesn't matter who. It doesn't matter what. Just go vote. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, here's, here's, here's for hoping that Nancy, Chuck, and 45 can get it right and keep it tight. Here's for hoping. Uh, second thing in the vein of small politics, small politics, um, uh, Tamika Mallory. Jamika Mallory, she is, um, she was, she was on the breakfast club this morning, um, so I did get a chance to hear her, um, I've known about her, and I've known about her partner in crime, and I don't know her name, um, she is a Muslim American, actually, I don't even think she's a Muslim, well, she might be a Muslim American, but I believe she's, like, Iranian or something, um, I'm really bad with that kind of stuff, so don't hold this against me, but she's, you know she is with Tamika Mallory and they are the ones that are in charge of the women's March and ultimately this this new women's lib women's liberation is it's quite refreshing um, but it's also very frustrating because we're running into things that shouldn't stumble us that shouldn't <laughs> We're running into things that really shouldn't trip us up at this point. So Tamika Mallory was very concerned that um, oftentimes things get hijacked, okay? Um, something could be a very real thing and then it will get hijacked and then someone else will take it and run with it and then it's a, it, there's an appearance that the person that took it and ran with it and hijacked it has you know is is like the main person in charge right so we saw this with um in the nfl we saw it when colin kaepernick took his knee did his thing that's like three years ago now right four years ago now that he's played still no job anyway um took his knee did his protest spoke out about it tremendously um blackballed we all know it um and then last year Y'all stank as president <laughs> came on there and called them boys SOBs and you know, and if you if you're gonna you're gonna kneel for the for the flag and all of this stuff and obviously he hijacked the entire thing because it was never about the stuff that he was talking about. But because it fit his current uh it fit his current agenda, it it, it was it was a smart move for him, he felt, to attack not only NFL and the way that they were handling the protest, but then ulti- ultimately to attack those that were supporting the protest, not necessarily just participating, but also just supporting it, you know, and that was a hijack in its, in its own right. Right. So now we've got with Tamika Mallory and her, um, and her partner in crime. I will get her name. I will try to make this right next episode because you know, what's the deal? Um, they are trying to organize this women's march it's um it's going to be in new york this this saturday i wish that i had the funds or the ability to go and you know participate in these types of things because you know it's important it's 100 percent important to be able to um to do stuff like this i remember when we were kids and they did the million man march do y'all remember that the million the first million man march i was a kid i was born in 83 so you know here's that. Um, the first one, you know, and it was just like amazing to me to see, you know, uh, black men, a million of them, you know, there was women out there, of course, kids, and they're not just black people, but it was just really amazing to see that type of gathering to say, Hey, you know what? We matter. We actually do matter. Remember us, us in the back, we matter. Um, and Apparently she's getting some friction. She was on the View the other day, and you know, uh, John McCain, who is probably my favorite uh, Republican, right? Uh, Lord Rest His Soul. His daughter, I, I don't know her name. Let's just call her Daughter McCain. Daughter McCain is um, was on there, and apparently Tamika M- Mallory will not denounce. Uh, Louis Farrakhan and because she won't denounce Lewis Farrakhan Now the entire validity or or the the entire Idea of doing this women's march is an off-putting thing for white women. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? You guys weren't off-put enough not to elect 45 okay, but Because these two ladies will not denounce Louis Farrakhan, now you guys don't want to support the Women's March. And one of the main people who has come out and said they will not be participating in the march because or unless, unless, okay, you uh, denounce Farrakhan would be one Alyssa Milano, okay? Okay. Melissa, excuse me. Alyssa Milano is Sam from Who's the Boss. I don't know her name on on Charm, charmed. But I think we all remember little Sam from Who's the Boss. All right. All right. All right. So this sounds a little different and it's full disclosure. All right. You know, it's a struggle out here. And um <laughs> And, uh, you know, I was in there. I had finished this podcast up. I had to finish this shit, all right? And I hit Control-Z about two or three times for some strange reason. It locked up on me, and then I got pissed off, and then all of a sudden all my audio was gone. I thought I got it back, but I didn't, okay? So I'm going to do the second half all over again. I am not alone today. However, she will probably not say much but i have a good good judy of mine here uh can i can i say your name sure okay well this, this is Rachel we're not going to say last names <laughs> all right we're not going to say last names Rachel is an aspiring entrepreneur am i saying these words right yeah all right great okay. and um and uh, by the end of 2019 we got a hair store oh in the name of jesus that's it that's it Alright, so, alright, so I'm going to pick it back up. So, I, I can't really remember where I was at before that, besides talking about Sam from Who's the Boss. So, Alyssa Milano, um, she wants Tamika Mallory and I had more than enough time to figure out the name of the other lady that's in the Me Too, I mean in the, uh, the Women's March thing, but I definitely don't remember her name still. So, um, but she's, a, she's an Iranian woman, um she's been getting death threats she's been getting all kinds of um serious social issues her and tamika because of them leading up this women's march and the problem that we have is that tamika wanted women of color to be at the forefront of this women's march and basically of this whole movement because oftentimes we felt what not included okay not included I mean, just look at the market. Was that last year, two years ago, when uh, the Indian women came through, and then all the white women was looking like, "What are you doing here? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, what do what you, what you mean? This is their land. It's their land, actually. Okay. So, anywho, um, so I, I mean, this just this just ties in to more uh, more privilege, okay, on just a different level because Alyssa Milano believes in her heart of hearts that she can now dictate her support or dictate anybody's support because she doesn't agree with anything that Louis Farrakhan has had to say. Now, I don't know what Louis Farrakhan even said to make her so upset, but I've been living 35 years, and I've been paying attention for about 20, and Lewis <laughs> um, Farrakhan has said some questionable things about... Um, Everything, our way of life, the way that we interact with white people, the way that we uh, we seek uh, white approval. Um, so if, if you're if you're upset that Louis Farrakhan is saying that we as black people need to stick together and and unify and um, and work within our ourselves, then I, I really don't see what the damn problem is. I really don't see the problem. So maybe I'll do some research. Maybe I won't. I don't know because. You know, it, this just sounds like this just sounds like a white problem. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, you either full women's uh, women's equality or you're not. How you gonna sit here and say, Well, you gotta denounce this man and then I'll be for your women's what kind of shenanigans? Anywho. Anywho. So that's why these two in particular are facing so much flack. The other day, I think it was two days ago, Tamika Mallory was on the view and You know, uh, Daughter McCain, because I don't know her name. All right, so Daughter McCain, she's on the view, and she's not as ridiculous as your 45 supporters, but, I mean, she's still a Republican and still got dumb views at times and is married to one of those people who is very much a, uh, you know, Trump supporter extremist, okay? So she just completely attacked this woman on this TV show. I saw one clip. I need to go back and watch all of them because... I don't even understand where, um, I don't even understand how she gets to say anything about any of that, okay? We just kind of started paying attention to you just last year, alright? When Dad, alright, wasn't doing too good, alright? We just found out about you, we started paying attention to you last year, ma'am, okay? So be easy out here, alright? be easy and at the end of the day there's two facts that still remain we all are still gonna be women okay and we all still not gonna get paid as much as men mm-hmm. so what are y'all really caring about these days what do we give a shit about okay so um the i, I want to tie this this shenanigans into um i want to move off of the women's march deal um i've been trying to follow keep up with tamika mallory and um her team over there at the women's march i went to the website if you need more information the website i believe is womensmarch2019.com i don't know i'm guessing that um but i'm pretty sure you could google it (laughs) you can google it and then you could get it um so i'm gonna wrap that up and what i'm gonna do now is go into this topic and i didn't want to touch on it too long but obviously um I've got to touch on it, and it ties into what we were just talking about about women of color trying to be at the forefront, and then for some reason, um, other women still having problems with that. We had the same issue with the Me Too movement. Miss um, uh, God, dog, I pulled her name up and everything just now. Her name is Tarana Burke. All right, she's the founder of Me Too, and she also got her um, she got her movement hijacked initially too. right, because all we found out with Me Too, all we saw was Harvey Weinstein, we saw uh, Matt Lauer, we saw Charlie Rose, we seen uh, Lupita out here, Uh, we saw uh, Alyssa Milano, okay, right, this is the Me Too stuff we saw, you know, Uh, we saw Meryl Streep at the awards, and we saw y'all in all black, y'all was all all gangster about this Me Too thing, but meanwhile, y'all didn't even want to acknowledge the founder, the woman who is responsible for y'all even being able to speak out and say... Me, damn, too. So, Miss Tarana Burke knows all about what the hell daughter McCain tried to do to Tamika Mallory the other day. And um, it's frustrating. So, I I mainly bring her up because I'm going into this this sad, sad uh, topic here because she showed up on the uh, Surviving R. Kelly uh, documentary. She was on it throughout the entire six episodes, six long hours Six long hours of, uh, just depression, scariness, um, new information, old information, okay? Um, so if you did not see the full-on documentary, I know that you did not see this, okay? I did. Right, so I, I did see the, um, documentary, and I'm here to tell you right now, that it was extremely intense. Um, The biggest issues I had with this documentary outside of, you know, um, child molestation um, would be, not that R. Kelly was just a creep or is a creep, because he ain't changed, Um, but the network of people, the network of people. Why is it so many people supporting not just supporting but protecting this man i mean what is this what is this what is this okay like so okay so we'll just start from the beginning okay they go into how r kelly was sexually assaulted uh by a family member okay all of the brothers were sexually assaulted so ultimately this whole family is doomed 100% Ain't no lower percentage Like this whole family's doomed Because y'all started early with the shenanigans So R. Kelly was molested Excuse me R. Kelly was molested by as a child By his sister Sister then also uh, molested younger brother Not 100% sure if the older brother that's in prison Was also molested But let's just go ahead and put a, a soft yes on that one Okay It's possible Um the brothers are are the brothers are a sad story. Our Kelly is the saddest, but these other ones are sad too. You got the oldest brother who's in prison. He's saying stuff out of his face like, "I don't understand what the problem is. Or, you know, it's just a personal preference. You know, I like older women. and He like younger women. I mean, I don't see the problem." What? Why would you even say this? Why would you say this? And then on top of that, he dry snitched again later on in the in the in the documentary documentary um when he when he already corroborated the story about r kelly trying to get the younger brother to take the rap uh try to say basically that it was he him in that uh, sex tape peeing on the yeah so he tried to get the younger brother to say that it was him and apparently r kelly um offered this man um a record deal and a hundred thousand dollars (laughs) cash that's we offered him to take um, a child pornography rap 21 of them to be exact because that's how many that's how many charges he had against them. 21 charges 21 so this is not the same type of situation like with the Weinstein's of the worlds okay because they tried to get this nigga they tried to get him not hard enough but they tried, okay this will be the first time. And then the second time they tried, um, I think it was thrown out completely. But my my question was, where was the outrage when he married Aaliyah, right? Because we seen in the documentary that the road manager stated that he was in charge of forging the marriage license and changing the age of Aaliyah from 15 to 18. Okay? So... Y'all can go ahead and kick rocks with the where, well the parents had to let her do that. That's not what happened this time. Clear? that's not what happened. So we don't know if he got her pregnant or not because because there was a situation on the tour bus and I don't know if it, you know those of you that saw it if this if this part didn't didn't hurt your spirit. I don't even know what could, but. And I'm biased because Aaliyah was my favorite. So, but listen, when the girl said that the the tour bus, the, the the room door flew open, they was on the bus and the room door flew open, and R. Kelly was in there having sex with Aaliyah, okay, who was 14 at the time, she was about to turn 15. Um, that that really hurt my spirit. That hurt my heart. That, that depressed me, because not only do I remember this shit real time, because I was just like 11 when it was going down, Aaliyah was my favorite. And then, even though we knew that R. Kelly was Creepsville, <laughs> Creepsville, didn't your mind not want to let you go to, yes, he had sex with Leah. he he did all of these things that he did with every other woman, A little girl, excuse me, not woman, little girl, <laughs> He did these same things to Aaliyah. That was uh, that was a little too much for me to bear. I ain't gonna lie to you. I almost turned it off. But once they passed the Aaliyah section, I said, "Okay, all right, whatever." You know, and then I was able to take it all in. So it's so many, so many issues here, so many issues. So he's manipulating. He's out here giving you breadcrumbs. So he's out here telling you little bits and pieces about his past and shit, and getting you sucked into his world. And oh, he. He shared this thing with me so he must trust me we must have a special bond and then all of a sudden you around there calling him daddy and and you got your own daddy at the house okay you can't even leave you gotta ask to eat you gotta ask to go to the bathroom if people come to the house you can't talk to them they talk to you but you better not look at them because all you better be seeing is me so some of my friends Right now, in our 30-year-old mindset, it's like, oh, hell no, that shit couldn't be me. You're right. He ain't interested in no 30-year-old <laughs> woman. He's interested in a demographic that is easy to control, which would be these little girls. These little girls. And desperate women. Because, And I say that only because there was a grown woman on the thing. There was one grown woman. She was, like, in her late 20s, maybe even thirty and she was from Dallas, and she just got caught up, and she just even believed that they was in a relationship and everything, child, oh, he was my boyfriend. (laughs) Boyfriend? Anyway, so, apparently R. Kelly even introduced her to the girl that he was peeing on in the sex tape, because, yeah, she's still in the mix with her grown ass. Yes. So, I'm saying all of this and bringing all of this up to say that We've got to do a better job all around. It's not even just oh, parents watch your kids. No, it's it's about you know, parents pay attention to what's happening with your kids. Attitude changes. Um, they're changing the way they dress because I can't really control these people from different states. It was a it was a girl that was in Florida and and I think her name was Lizette and that child was pregnant, she had mono, she was in a coma, like, he had given her so much of the disease, and, and baby, and she's 17, and what the shit, and I'm trying to figure out why the parents didn't go ahead and and either sue him or, um, or something, I don't know, I don't know what you could do in this situation, I don't know what you could do outside of, like, you know, getting your gun and shooting him. Absolutely. Because that's really where, as a parent, I would, ima- I would imagine your whole thought process would be, okay, well, he got to die. He got to die. Okay. We're we not gonna, we're not gonna, we're not gonna stay here too long, because it's, it's, it's a lot. It's running non-stop on Lifetime and Lifetime uh, Movie Network. Um, it also, it's on the app. I'm sure you can watch it. You got six hours to spare. <sighs> Go ahead and watch that. Go ahead and watch that. Just go ahead and watch that. Also, the other problem I have with this network is that the police is involved in the network. Okay? Y'all calling and doing wellness, wellness checks. The parents want to do wellness checks at these houses. And R. Kelly is being tipped off by the police in Chicago. Hey, they doing a wellness check on this day. So make sure everything's on the up and up. Like, the fuck? So, I don't know. And like I posted, I think I posted not too long ago, around that time when it came out, you know, you same dudes and some of you girls out here that's up here talking about this shenanigans and how the girl, it's the girl's fault and all this stuff. Y'all be the same motherfuckers that would have these kids out here being touched, not saying shit to you because of the dumb shit that you're spewing out of your face right now about R. Kelly and how uh, they trying to take him down. As opposed to R. Kelly. They should take him down because he's been fucking kids for 30 years. So, we're going to wrap up with R. Kelly. We don't have to talk about that no more. Did you have anything you wanted to add about R. Kelly? No? Hmm? No Fiesta remix? No? okay, okay. All right. Well, well, lastly, I want to go into sports. This is my favorite part, honestly. Um, And I'm going to break this up into the good... The bad and the ugly. Okay. The the good as a change to sports we're gonna go ahead and roll with my Golden State Warriors. Now I call them mine the Lakers is my team. But I love Golden State so we're gonna have two teams in Cali. That's what we're gonna do. Um, Golden State played two nights ago when I initially tried to record this and um and they completely balled out. It was ridiculous. But tonight, they play again, and I'm excited about it tonight because Boogie comes back. Boogie Cousins. I'm having a hard time remembering his actual first. Demarcus. I was wondering. Right, let's go. <laughs> okay, Demarcus. Demarcus uh, Boogie Cousins. Sorry, right, we're gonna call him Boogie. All right. Um, he comes back. He what? 357 days. I only know this number because ESPN is dumb. But 357 days ago, he ruptured his Achilles, and he is coming back today for the first time. And he left New Orleans and signed a one-year contract with Golden State this year. And Golden State signed his ass knowing that he had a bum Achilles because they just knew that if he could get healthy, they could have four All-Stars on the team. Five, really. Because Draymond is an All-Star. He just, he having a rough time this year. He just had, it's rough. It's rough. He's looking He's looking rough this year. All right? But so you have five all-stars, and they starting in the starting lineup. And so we're going back to the Warriors making the shit unfair for everybody in the entire NBA, allegedly. All right? I'm going to go with the bad. That was a good. This is the bad. The bad are the Lakers. All right? And they're not all that bad. But it's bad. The reason it's bad is because you got LeBron James is on my team now. So I spent a lot of years not liking him at all. And now he's forced upon us. So he's here, and it's great. We've been winning. Okay, fine. Now, Christmas Day, he pops out his entire growing, and he hasn't been in a uh, Laker uniform since. Okay? Okay. I'm not mad at the injury. I'm mad that the Lakers look like the fucking Cleveland Cavaliers when he's not on the goddamn court. That's what I'm mad at. That's what I'm mad at. He's a team killer. Because everything got to run through LeBron. He got to be the facilitator. He got to be the one to get the ball last. He got to walk it up. Well, goddamn, who's the point guard? You know what I'm saying? They won't let Lonzo live. I know he got an ugly shot. Listen. Listen, that shit go in, though. It goes in. Oh, my God. Anyway, so that's – the. it's ugly. It's bad because I don't like that the team looks like trash when he's not in there. But last night, my boys played OKC, and they had all their superstars on the court. And my boys won, and we won handily. And I was very, very happy. And if they could play like this with LeBron in there, maybe – we could get back in the top eight. Because we was, uh like, number four when he went out. And now we like, number nine. Okay? <laughs> we're five or seven. We're not even 50. We're not even at 500 at this point without LeBron. So, you know. Shit. I don't know. God, I got the hotline today. My God. Nobody ever texts me. Uh, nobody sends anything, anytime, until until i'm trying to record that's the first problem i have and then you know i got somebody texting me about listening to this podcast and i'm sorry bff because you're gonna listen to this later (laughs) and i'm sorry okay but listen i told you when i when i get the link i was gonna send it anyway all right yeah i'm chastising you on my own podcast (laughs) i love you anyway uh so that's the that's the that's the bad the ugly is um is two twofold Super Bowl. So, the Super Bowl is getting real ugly. I don't know if you've seen this. You know we got uh, one of our favorite aunties, Gladys Knight, is coming through to do the national anthem. Okay? So, it's going to be bluesy than the motherfucker. (laughs) It's going to be soulful. It's going to be about five minutes long. She's going to take a minute to sing that. And as long as we get anything other than Fergie, oh, we're going to be good. Okay? Don't hit me with no Fergie. Fergalicious, don't do it. God, Fergie. Fergie, man, Fergie. I still watch that little video, that little little song they made. Listen, I still watch that, dog. So, Gladys Knight's going to be singing the National Anthem. Then we got Maroon 5 supposed to be performing the halftime show. Um, Pause. They asked Pink to do the National Anthem, but Pink said, um, fuck yeah. And so, anyway, um, so then we got Maroon 5 coming through with the halftime show and they've just added travis scott and according to dj envy yesterday morning on the breakfast club big boy of Outcast and jd will be in the mix as well sounds like a big old atlanta happy family mm-hmm. happy bunch um apparently um travis scott allegedly spoke to kaepernick okay and tried to get his blessings to do it. And um and Kaepernick and, and Jay-Z and many others told him, No, that's not the that's this is not the way, son. Mm-hmm. This is not the way. Um apparently that report itself was incorrect. Apparently he did call Kaepernick, but they didn't talk about that. He didn't ask for his blessing. He called Kaepernick to ask Kaepernick to come and be a part of the performance. What? <laughs> <laughs> right. To be a part of the performance so that, I, I don't know, maybe he's trying to bridge the gap. Maybe he's trying to cut that man a check. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is time. It is time. So apparently, Travis Scott also thinks that his move is a good move because he's not going to keep the check that the people are going to cut him for doing the Super Bowl, which has changed because I don't know if you remember but a couple years ago the Super Bowl or the NFL was asking that the artists pay to perform at the Super Bowl kinda of fuck shit is that. But anyway, so um he's he's asked that the NFL take what his check and and donate it to somebody's charity. I can't remember who is somebody who's down for the cause but I just don't know who. Okay, I just can't tell you who um this is still not good enough, sir. I think it would be better if you yourself had a concert in Atlanta on the same day. You can do that. That would be the trolling of a lifetime. Can you imagine the Super Bowl being in Atlanta and all the Atlanta rappers? I'm talking Future. I'm talking JD. I'm talking uh, them franchise boys. Okay, <laughs> I'm talking uh, uh, anybody else that's from Atlanta. Okay, little baby, your your boy. Your boy, when 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 Yeah. You know, imagine all of them <laughs> being at this concert across town at the biggest football game in the world right now. So, yeah. So, that's that's ugly. That's the ugly part about it. So, we'll, we'll, we'll stay tuned. We'll stay tuned because, I mean, it's just going to get dumber as it gets closer. And we got, like, what, three weeks? So, it's going to get dumb soon. Um... And part two of the ugly would be Kyler Murray. So do you know you know who Kyler Murray is? We talked about this the other day. The guy that plays two sports, yeah, football yeah. and baseball. Okay, so this kid is from Oklahoma. He's a student athlete who plays baseball for Oklahoma and football. He's a Heisman winner this year. He won the Heisman. Um, and this man has um, real options, options that none of these other college kids ever have. When they come out of college, they only got one option. This nigga got options. Um, and if the NBL, damn, wow, I just mixed up all of the sports just now. NBL, my god, wow, we're gonna cut that out. Um, <laughs> uh, probably not. Um, uh, the 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 baseball, Major League Baseball, MLB, they drafted the boy already. I think he was, like, drafted eighth, you know, 6th, 7th, 8th in the first round. And so he's guaranteed almost about five, between five and seven million dollars just for being drafted that early. And then he just declared, you know, for the draft, for the NFL draft. So he has a cool month to decide if he really wants to put his all into the combine and getting ready for football or report to um training camp in Oakland with the Oakland A's, okay? Start earning that check. You know what I'm saying? So, I think it's dope. But the problem and the reason why it's ugly is because you got a lot of people trying to tell this boy what to do. Mm-hmm. I don't even understand this. Because they don't have none of these options. Y'all never had these options before. But you trying to tell him what he should do. Okay? So, obviously, I think he should take the, um, the baseball money because that's guaranteed checks. I don't know if y'all know. Guaranteed checks is guaranteed checks. Okay? I can sign my contract today, break my entire back off. And you got to pay me my $250 million. Okay? You got to. Ain't no way around it. Alright? In, in, in the NFL, forget about it. Forget about it. You'll be lucky to finish out your damn season on that team. They put you on a damn list somewhere. <laughs> what, was it, with the, what? Physically unable to play pup? The pup list? They put mm-hmm. your ass on the on the uh, uh, commissioner's exempt list? You know, they got a bunch of lists they can put you on. Okay? Sound like some real Republican shit. Um, but, yeah... So it's it's just ugly because a lot of grown people are trying to grown people who don't have a clue about this man's background. So really, what we're talking about here is we got a lot of grown white people trying to tell this young black kid what to do, not knowing where he's coming from, not knowing what he has, what his responsibilities are, who he's got to take care of. Y'all don't have a clue what he wants to do. Oh, and also on top of that, maybe we just want to. Maybe he just wants to do what the fuck he wants to do. Maybe he actually loves playing whatever sport it is. So you know, just let him live. Let him live. So while that's ugly, it's really not ugly because that's amazing. So get your money, black man. Shout out to Kyler um, Murray. Shout out to Kyler Murray. Um, And then I have um, two short honorable mentions. This was just added this morning. Would not have been a part of this initial podcast had I not screwed it up last night. Uh, Cardi B and Precious. I think they went in the week right now. I think, yeah, yeah, they went in the week right now. Cardi B made it on N- MSNBC. Okay. I saw, I follow her on Instagram, so I saw the post already before I saw her on the news. And she was pretty much doing her Cardi, Cardi B thing. Okay. Talking about how this shutdown ain't, it's not looking good. Um, she said she's scared. She said that, right? Mm-hmm. She's scared. Sure, okay. Sure. So she's scared. Um, and again, you know, just looking at the people who got to go to work and not get paid, like that's. You know, it's like the uh, slavery. You know, working and not getting paid. That's not it. It's it's damn near illegal, ain't it? It's unconstitutional. <laughs> it's a lot of uns and ills and ends. Okay, shit. Um, anyway, Cardi B was on there and I, I appreciated that they played her clip because it is, it, it's, it's not, it's not a situation where I'm like, oh God, they put Cardi up in there and the people and going to embarrass mm-hmm. us. Or that or that. Mm-hmm. It's not that kind of situation because of the respect and the love we have for Cardi. Cardi ain't switched up one time. She ain't switched up one time. I, I have no expectation for her to come on to, um, like a news station or anything like that and try to zhuzh it up, you know, try to, you know, be more than herself, and I appreciate that she kept it real, and I appreciate that they played her video of her keeping it real and expressing what many Americans are feeling right now, that we feel terribly bad for these people who have to continue to go to work and not get paid, or people who aren't going, I mean, you're not getting paid anyway, so they're not going to work, they got to take the kids out of daycare because you can't pay for that because that's weekly. And you ain't getting no paycheck this month. Uh, so, it's like, man, what are y'all doing? Um, so, she's winning the week with that. Because I appreciate Cardi. Cardi's big time right now. And um, she still got one foot in the hood. Absolutely. And she got one foot in the, I won't say the promised land. Because that's not it. But let's just say she she's between worlds right now. Okay? She's of the past world that she's. Mm-hmm you know known for and now she's she's trying to move into another world so it's dope that she can still keep it real because a lot of people switch all the way up Mm -hmm. okay um and lastly precious precious gabby sita bay okay gabby sita bay precious is making her directorial debut on empire this week if i'm not mistaken Well, this is big time because we barely have any black female directors. So we got Ava, you know, we got Shonda, you know, and a few others. But it's dope that she's getting this opportunity. And the reason I put these two ladies together is because... They had drastically different lives before they got their opportunity. And they fucking took that opportunity and they made the fucking best of that damn opportunity. And the opportunity has now spanned over several years at this point. Precious is what? Almost 10 years into this shit. Okay? What? Precious came out when? Really? I don't know. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Came out. Oh my God. Let's see. Precious. Precious movie. They tried to give me Precious Moments just now. <laughs> tried to, what kind of shit is this? Um, it, we are exactly at the 10-year mark. 2009 is when Precious came out, so I feel old. I don't know about y'all. Um, but Precious, in 10 years, has starred in a, a film, been nominated for uh, several awards, gotten onto a TV show, been nominated for awards on those shows, I think. I don't know. And now she's directing on said show that she got the – first TV opportunity so I mean it's just it's full circle it's dope and Cardi B um same same shit I mean she Cardi B was a stripper when we when we met her on TV she was a whole stripper with a horrible hairstyle and a bad tagline about beefing with her forever okay and now Cardi is bigger than even probably she could have ever imagined and I I can appreciate that. And I pray she never changes. Mm. I pray. Now, we all evolve. She can evolve. I mean, shit, she's got a kid now. So, she's probably way different in a lot of aspects. But no, I hope that she always is able to keep it real. Keep it funky. And don't worry about what these people out here saying. Because they still going to listen to your music. <laughs> so, they're going to talk shit and listen, about, listen to your music. And talk shit about your music. So, fuck them. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway. Sorry, I got a little... Potty mouth toward the end of that, and I apologize for that. Okay, I do. I'm gonna do my do my best not to be so raw. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, uh, last thing I want to touch on is I will be uh, launching not this Friday, obviously, uh, but next Friday. Uh, Mills presents um, a Friday mix. So I'm gonna go on to title and create these mixes. And try to figure out how to make them um, public or just share them. Uh, I'll just do that. And uh, probably share them across all the social media platforms that I'll have for um, for Mills Speaks. And also for my own personal, which is at Mills the Virgo. If you want to see me and put the, the voice to the face, maybe the facial expressions you imagine to the voice, Go to Mills De Virgo and Instagram. I think it's the same thing on Twitter too. So um and hit me up. If you have any questions or shit. Let me know. Where can they reach you, Rachel? Let's <laughs> check. <laughs> My God. My God. We trying. To, I'm pretty sure that you can reach Rachel at at what the Libra Yes, oh. it's Libra Diva. Oh. On Instagram and Libra, Libra Diva 20 on Snapchat. Oh, wow. We got a Snapchatter. <laughs> we got a Snapchatter. All right, y'all. Well, we out. I, I thank you very much for listening. It's been dope. And I'll talk to y'all next week. Drop that fucking beat, though.